Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are. We've made it to Thursday, 14th day of July, 2022. My name, well, that's easy. It'd be Nick. And then right across from me is Radio's Big J. Big J, what up? Yeah. How you doing? Good. Oh, no. <clears throat> that good, That's huh? not that good, huh? How was the big remote yesterday in your hometown? Oh, it was great. Did all of Middleton show up to celebrate? No, not all of them, but, but a good portion. I love it. Love it. And you'll do it all over again today. This time you're at the Clarity Credit Union where, Big J? In uh, Meridian. That's the branch in Meridian. Three I mean, it's fi- on Meridian Road, Yes, 555 South Meridian Road, to be exact. So uh, if you're looking for it, it's right across from the Flying Pie there on Meridian is where you can find Big J, and he'll be out there again for the big membership appreciation party. It's all week long. Clarity Credit Union is celebrating. Uh, I understand that there was free ice cream. Is that correct? Yeah, they got uh, free ice cream. Of course, perfect timing for that to cool down with uh, the heat out there and They've got a bunch of other uh, great uh, things that they uh, hook everybody up with their customers, and uh, they've got uh, some some great rates on uh, some auto loans and things like that. So uh, you'll have a chance to check it out, enjoy some of the festivities that is happening a little bit later on today from noon to 2 p.m. Plus, Big J will have a nerd alert for you a little bit later on today. We have a couple of guests popping by the show this morning, which would be awesome. Our friend Jeremy Matson going to join us on the phone because he is overtaking care of Rally in the Valley. He's with the Snake River Bros. They've got another great weekend filled with concerts and raffles and excitement and rides and raffles and money and all sorts of stuff that's going on to help raise some money for the Snake River Bros, which is a great organization that helps the entire state of Idaho. So we'll learn a little bit more about that next hour. And then our friend Sarah Frank is going to come in here because this Saturday is Boise Hemp Fest out at Julia Davis Park. Uh, we're going to be out there broadcasting live. Adam will be out there from 5 to 7. So if you swing on by, you can say hello to the X out there as well. But it is an all-day event that Sarah's going to talk a little bit more about. So get you excited about some cool things happening uh, both this weekend. And uh, it's going to be a good time. You can decide. You can go to both. I mean, it's that's the beauty of being an upwardly mobile adult. Upwardly mobile. You can go check out uh, Adelina's Way and Royal Bliss on Friday. And then come back to the Treasure Valley and make it back in time to enjoy Hempfest on Saturday, and that would be an effective weekend, I feel like. Plus, we'll have more excitement and fun, a chance to go to the Pop Evil Show coming up on August 6th over the course of the show today as well. Should be a good one. Let's get started with some music. Radiohead's Creep is going to kick off the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is the X-Rocks. And Big J. Good news for everybody that's going through some mental health crises. Uh, The national hotline is going to change things up a little bit, and it begins on Saturday. Beginning on Saturday, as opposed to remembering the Idaho suicide hotline, you can now press the shortcut 8, excuse me, 988 on your phone. 
uh, to give those with a mental health crisis a little bit easier of a pathway to get somebody on the other hand. Uh, and that's a number that you can call rather than dialing 911 or the Idaho Suicide Hotline only because that shortcut will now route you to the Idaho Suicide Hotline, if that makes sense. It is the national dialing code that was actually written into bill at the tail end of last year by Congress to help out uh, part of the suicide crisis that's going on in our country. It was signed into law uh, at the beginning of last year. So 988 is the national dialing code. So that's going to launch on July 16th. That's on Saturday. So beginning on Saturday, if you dial 988, you're calling, you're getting connected with the Idaho Crisis and Suicide Hotline, which is always a good thing. Our friend Lee has come in here several times to talk about that and all the work that they do. The goal of 988 is to help provide support to anybody experiencing a mental health crisis. And sometimes when you are dealing in those situations and you realize that now is the time to reach out for help, it is difficult to remember a seven-digit number that yeah. you that is you know fairly uncommon, if you will, to call in for help. And so they decided to make this an easy route. So now, if you do have the Idaho Suicide Hotline, which of course is 208-398-4357, that number will still work, but 988 will be the national shortcut that will begin in Idaho and everywhere on Saturday. 988. 988, if you're having a mental health crisis and you need help and you need somebody to talk to, that is the number that you dial. Now, we bring this up on a regular basis because Jay and I both pretty big advocates of mental health we think it's important that you work on that and you continue to and if you do need help you ask for it and know that you're not alone but also you know we don't talk about this very much it never does but idaho has been in the top 10 in suicides in the nation for a very long time and we're dealing with a lot of stuff and we go through a lot of stuff and there's a lot of people that are impacted by this and it's important to know that help is there if you need it and now help is easier to get beginning on saturday which is a very very good thing Big J, I know you're all excited and geeked up about NHL free agency. It started at noon yesterday. Oh, it's insane. Johnny Hockey has moved on. He spent his entire career with the Calgary Flames, but the 28-year-old is moving on. Johnny Goudreau signed a seven-year deal worth about $69 million to play hockey with the Columbus Blue Jackets yesterday. Uh, he finished fourth in the NHL voting for MVP the two of the last four seasons. He's been pretty good, but uh, he told the Flames he wasn't going to resign with them because he hasn't been happy with the way they've gone. So he's going to try to turn around a, a Blue Jackets franchise that hasn't had a whole hell of a lot of success in its several years in the NHL. It's been a nice little bumper stop and had a couple of playoff runs, but nothing like you know impactful like you know how Vegas came in and set the world on fire. Columbus just hasn't had that kind of result. So they're hoping this turns it around, and we'll see if, in fact, it does. Remind me, Big J, did you used to watch Criminal Minds? Oh, yeah. Are you excited about the reboot? Yeah. It's set to make a comeback on Paramount+. Is it, is it a reboot? Uh, yes, it is. It is a reboot. Uh, they're planning on bringing back a few characters, but also introducing a brand new storyline to things. Uh, but basically, it, it is a continuation along some of the stories, but not every cast member is coming back, and uh, there is going to be the introduction of new ones. So you're going to have to have a little bit of an open criminal mind, if you will, Big J, to enjoy the CBS procedural. How many seasons was it? Oh, boy. A I, lot, right? Yeah, yeah. And when did they stop making it? Just like a couple years ago? Yeah. So, like, it, did they just realize that they... Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, no. it, it is strictly a Paramount Plus thing, so clearly it's not for ratings, it's for subscribers, so maybe they're just trying to tap into that fan base. Yeah, that that's true, probably because of how much people watch the old Criminal Minds, but right. they had a lot of, uh, you know, a, a lot of... St- like, 
cast changes. They had some like so, drama too, yeah, like behind the scenes, right? Yeah, a lot of drama, right? uh, which is, which seems to happen a lot at CBS. <laughs> it does. Probably because the shows are so damn successful, and that usually creates a lot of that ego and drama and stuff. Um, so it was sad to see some of that. But my kids still on it. I mean, a daily basis. They watch. I mean, they've seen these episodes. I don't know how many times. Like, if you've never seen, you've never seen Criminal Minds. I've never seen it. The first season is really, really good. Is and that the one with Joe Montana? Uh, no, no, no. It's the one with uh, Mandy Pankin. Oh, okay, okay. I like it him. Is, it is really good. I mean, just watch the first season. You don't have to watch any more than that. But he's amazing in it. We'll see. Well, uh, it is coming to Paramount Plus, uh, ten episode series order, so it's not going to be like the usual thirty episodes that you're used to plowing through in a season. But uh, I'm guessing they are using it to help subscribers for Paramount Plus, so that will be coming soon. They just announced it, so it's going to be a while before you see some new Criminal Minds. We should talk about it, Big J. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Uh, for the last 24 hours, the rock and metal world has been up in arms because of a leaked announcement that could lead to the reunification of two of the four members in one of metal's biggest bands ever. We're talking, of course, about Pantera. Now, uh, of the last 12 hours, things have gone pretty sour since the announcement of possibly in the year 2023, you're going to have that Pantera reunion. Uh, now, when you say reunion, it is important to know that it's Phil Anselmo, former lead singer of Pantera. It's Rex Brown, the former bass player of Pantera. And it will be to be determined the two other people, if not more, that will take part in this particular quote-unquote reunion. And it's got people fairly, I would say, passionate about it. What is your take on the reunion side it's, of things? It's not a, it can't be a reunion. I mean, it's only two people from the band... It would be one thing if Vinny was still there um, and, and they did this and, and maybe it would have some some semblance of being a reunion. And there was talk of that happening. Oh, it was close. Like, if you remember, yes, we were I asked remember. about a date. that yeah. How would how would it do if it was Vinny, if it was Phil and Rex, and then it was Zach Wilde? Was and also, was and we laughed be, at them and said, why are you asking this dumb yeah, question? It, it would be huge. Yeah. But I do believe that's a different scenario than what we have today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just, and even with Zach, if Zach's going to be a part of it, yeah. you know, then that that's kind of interesting. But uh, it's tough just because of the. Uh, I, I think if there were probably had been better feelings between Phil and Vinny, um, you know, it would be different. This seems like oh, now that Vinny's gone, they can do what they want to do, but it just doesn't feel right. Here's my biggest problem with it. I've got no problem with you, especially if you're one of the founding members of the band touring on that material. Oh, uh, yeah, Phil should want. absolutely be able to play Pantera songs. But he has been. That's my, yeah. my that's my biggest problem. If you have seen Phil Anselmo and the Eagles, or if you've seen Downhill, last time Phil Anselmo and the Eagles came here, all they did was play Pantera songs. Yeah. That was the entire set. And so if you've seen Phil the last two years... It's been nothing but, hell, the last four years. It's been nothing but Pantera. That is what he has been doing. So it's not like these songs have been in retirement or they haven't been performed. You've had your chance to see this, and it's really not much different than what Phil has been doing the last couple of years, I guess is my biggest issue with it. Just, you're right, now that Vinny is gone, unfortunately, there's nobody there to stop them from slapping the Pantera label on this stuff. Yeah. And, of course, Rex being involved is a first as well, so that legitimizes it at least a little bit. But if you are excited to see it, I do believe it takes a little bit away from the actual 
reunion aspect of things, and even probably the showmanship angle of things with both of the Abbott brothers gone, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, it's unfortunate. It's probably going to happen because money talks, and there's no doubt about it, the Pantera name still has some sort of attachment to people, and there's also still a certain amount of cool, especially, yes, depending on who these, you know, if it's Portnoy and it's Zach Wild, you've got some fairly big names and talented people that are filling those slots in Pantera that may make it a unique and cool experience. Yeah, calling it a reunion tour, maybe not, but, but uh, maybe like a Pantera tribute. Yeah, or, or or something like that. Pantera and Friends. But even. it's it's hard. It's it is hard to walk that line. I mean, at what point is it a tribute if everybody in that's alive still is involved in the actual production of it? But I, I understand where there is a debate, or there is you know possibly people talking about is there any interest for it? But it's going to be interesting. My guess is it'll sell no matter what happens. Yeah, here's my thing: is like I think it's just the name. Like when you say, "Hey, you know what? Phil and Rex is going to get together with several special people uh, that, that are going to play in, in some of these shows," and that's a different thing to me because I'm like, "Listen, there's so many bands out there and so many you know musicians who were inspired and, and got their love of music through Pantera that that seems to me to be a, a, an incredible opportunity right there to be able to." You know, have some of this Pantera music, and, and, and it, it, that's what it's going to be. And then they get to go and play that. To me, that's cool. Yeah. But calling it a reunion is like, eh, that doesn't work for me. Right. You're just slapping a name. But on yeah, it. who wouldn't want to see that? Like Zach Wild, like you said, Portnoy. That, that I don't know if his name has been thrown. It's in just that. been it's thrown around. Just, There's nothing that, that substantiates it at all. Super cool. Yeah. I would, would want to go see that. Yes, it would be very, very interesting. But it is, it is clearly something that you've had a chance to at least witness over the last couple of years. So we'll see what ends up happening. Nothing set in stone, as we said, uh, even earlier when they talked about, you know, when when Vinny was still around and they talked about the three of them getting together with Zach Wild. It got fairly far into the process of, like, this is happening. Let's start reserving some hold dates for these shows. And we were talked about having that. But then it all fell apart at the 11th hour. And so nothing is done until it's done. Well, and then, and then you know, Hell Yeah had put out another album. Uh-huh. And then Vinny passed away. Right, of so, course. Yes. That was that. Other thing. Right. And then, and then, of course, the talk of that all went away. But now... It's back in full force. So we'll keep you updated if it ends up happening. Just know it is Hot Take Central out there because of the possible quote-unquote Pantera reunion. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your Nerd Alert next on the x Rock. Back in gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. For years, I scoffed at the idea that one day mobile gameplay could match the kind of experience you get while playing on a console or PC. But after seeing some gameplay video of uh, Ubisoft's Division Resurgence, I have to admit it certainly seems to be pretty dang close playing on a console. After all, we are carrying around these pretty powerful devices in our pockets, and they take every advantage of that. Tom Clancy's The Division Resurgence is an upcoming free-to-play third-person mobile game coming to Android and iOS devices. Features an entirely new and independent campaign from the division in the division two and players can register now for a chance to test out the closed alpha so uh that should be coming here in the next few months nick i know you're a fan of the division any interest in playing this on your mobile not really only because uh I, while I, I felt like i was in the minority that enjoyed the division i apparently didn't enjoy it enough to play the division two ever <laughs> okay and so i did not do that and also i, I feel like one of the things i enjoy about my 
gaming experience is that I immerse myself in that game and it's very difficult to do in that kind of gameplay on my phone with the screen only so big and therefore uh, I, I have limited interest in doing like any kind of like really in-depth video gaming experience on my phone just because of the sheer size of it but that's just me as a 45 year old dude you know yeah and I, I would be like yeah listen if I start doing that I'll be on my phone 24 7 yeah, I so, need less reasons to be on my phone yeah I need more reasons to look at my big expensive TV so uh, I'm, I'm in agreement there with you but for a lot of people that is going to yeah, be something that will Hope be very great. very cool all right uh, I guess the granddad of uh battle royales is uh is updating i'm talking about PUBG uh battlegrounds they've got a new map it's called destin and it's here the latest battle battlefield is the first to be released since the game went free to play earlier this year so the new map also has a new trailer which PUBG studios premiered on wednesday uh destin is live for pc players now while console players will have to wait until july 21st to play destin is set in a city that was flooded by a massive hurricane giving it a mix of rich vegetation in some areas and massive cities and others among the urban centers in the map is ripton a downtown area that presents one of the game's largest sprawls while also being partially submerged in water the city also includes the tallest skyscraper in P uh, PUBG history to help players deal with the new heights of the map PUBG studio has introduced new devices called ascenders essentially vertical mechanized zip lines that can automatically take players to the top or the bottom of buildings and skyscrapers they're basically elevators except without any wall ceilings or floor so the map also features new vehicles and new weapons as well so people get out there and play your PUBG. of all the battle royale games in spite of the fact that it was the first on the scene this one seems to be the one that everybody's forgotten about right um yeah there's still there's still a bunch of people playing but yeah it is uh, it is down there um uh, though i tell you this uh here with all the problems they've been having with battlefield 2042 um this is probably coming in second for a lot of people who want to play a battle royale uh next to uh the call of duty Warzone. so there is that they're catching up a little bit the hasbro selfie series nick it's a collaboration and something i am super stoked about between the toy maker and three printing specialists form labs they can customize an action figure with your own face. You can scan your face with a smartphone and get a custom-made uh, like action figure with opposable limbs, aka the dream. Uh, at launch, options include Star Wars X-Wing pilots, Ghostbusters, Power Rangers, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe, and a few more. The idea seems to have come from a Comic-Con competition that offered custom action figures for five winners. I remember this. We talked about it. We talked about the Big J. You said you, wa you wanted to have your face on Superman's body with yeah. the action figure that you wanted. Yeah, and now it can happen and at a relatively uh, inexpensive cost. So you'll need to download half Hasbro Pulse, I've done this, uh, the company's dedicated mobile app, and wait for the scan feature to open up, which will be closer to the ship date, which is in the fall. So got to wait a little bit, but it's a six-inch collector-grade figure, will cost just 60 bucks plus taxes. Unfortunately, that offering is only available to customers here in the United States, and uh, I'm thinking uh, that, uh, you know... This is something I think for us as adults that we've been waiting for all of our lives. <laughs> like, who hasn't wanted their own action figure? 
Yeah, it is It is certainly a dream of all the actors and actresses that get one finally and they get to see it and it's either uh, incredibly disappointing or really fun. Hopefully this is on the good side. Yeah, sure. yeah. I, I, you know, we, if we did a morning after one, what, what would we do? A two-headed action figure set? No, not two-headed. Oh, like, I see. Uh, well, I mean, you, you, what are the options again? Uh, Star Wars, X-Wing pilots, and Ghostbusters, Power Rangers, and some G.I. Joe action. I do love the fact that Snake Eyes is one of them. Like, isn't Snake Eyes have a mask on the whole time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah you're the, so right. I, uh, once, hey, once, I'll give an update once this happens. And uh, But yeah, this is happening. I'm I love one. it. Good. All right. I'm looking forward to the Big J action figure for sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. I'm Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, there were rumors about it. We had heard it was happening, and now it is official, although no date was given. Netflix announced yesterday their partnership with Microsoft. They are going to team up on a new, cheaper, ad-supported subscription plan. Both companies announced this particular thing in a joint announcement. However, the time frame for the debut was not given, but Netflix said the option is still, quote, in its very early days. Microsoft's ad sales from the internet will be the ones that are involved in creating the new tier, with Netflix Chief Operating Officer Greg Peters saying that Microsoft offered the flexibility to innovate in technology and sales, which they decided to do. This news comes, of course, after Netflix lost subscribers for the first time in the first quarter of 2022. That's never happened in more than 10 years as a company. So as predicted in April, they were like, well, maybe we'll create an ad-supported tier. And they're also predicted to lose yet another 2 million customers this quarter. So things are not going well for Netflix. The question becomes, will that entice people back? Will it cause them to change their plans? It all depends on how much it is. But it is weird how the streaming services have pivoted. You understand? Like, I mean, in the the very early parts of streaming, the selling point of you cutting the cord, as it were, was, hey, you pay us a monthly fee. You don't have to worry about commercials. And now in almost every streaming service, unless you go to another tier, you're paying to see commercials now. Yep. Now, now you would un- one would argue that they also have pivoted from you know that being the biggest selling point to now you're paying for original content, but nobody's making them spend ridiculous amounts of money on these movies that they fail to promote and then nobody cares about after a week. Right. That seems to be a bad decision in terms of where you're spending your money, but now we have to pay for it in the long run. My question will become, because I mean, I find myself watching Netflix less and less while there's still some things on there that I enjoy. It is not my streaming network that I probably check out the most. So maybe if like this is a reasonable amount of money, like if it's like, yeah, I think we pay what, like $14 a month right now yeah. for Netflix or something like that, $16 for like the HD version. If it's like $5.99 for that same thing with some ads, I might consider kicking it down to it to save myself some money in the long run, but also because I'm not using as much as I was. And so the fact that I might run into commercials not nearly as much as some of the other streaming net channels that I use, that seems to be beneficial to me. But it would have to be a pretty significant price change for me to do that. And I'm guessing it'd have to be a pretty cheap price package to entice some people back. So there's a chance, maybe. Again, no prices have been given, so we don't know. Toronto Blue Jays made a change yesterday. They fired manager Charlie Montoyo yesterday, despite the team having a 46-42 and record. But they got off to a bad start in the month of July, so that is it. Uh, they decided to part ways with it. John Schneider is the bench coach, and he will be the interim manager for the remainder of the season. 
Um, he was hired. Montoya and Montoya was in 2018. Has had a 2.36 and 2.36 record in parts of four seasons, but not enough for the Blue Jays to keep him around. So they'll be looking for a new manager permanently, beginning after the off season. Big J, uh, in, comm- in commemoration of patient number nine coming out on September 9th and the fact that he just had successful back surgery, why don't we roll out Ozzy Osbourne and make him stand around for 19 hours at Comic-Con? Doesn't that sound like a good idea? It sounds like a great idea. He will be there in San Diego on Friday, July 2nd, 22nd. He'll be hanging out with Todd McFarlane because uh, McFarlane has designed a comic book uh, based on the life and the works of Ozzy Osbourne, and so they're going to pair up for that. Also, some of Patient Number Nine's Premium Edition special packages will be available at uh, Comic-Con before anybody else has a chance to get a, a hold of it, so that'll be nice. Uh, of course, McFarlane recently directed the video for Patient Number 9, so this is how they kind of came together and worked hmm. together. So if you're headed to Comic-Con, you can check it out. Of course, Ozzy told us a while back that when he's creating music, he does so with a full album in mind. He has a vision when he does something. I don't write singles, per se. I don't write top ten singles. I work on um, albums rather than singles. I mean, do people still buy singles? I don't, I don't think people buy any records anymore. <laughs> Ozzy's having a good time. <laughs> I'm glad he's feeling healthy enough to be able to trek it out to San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. But you know, you and I have been there. It's it's a sea of people, yeah. man. Yeah, and but it's 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 different for uh, the uh, true the stars. But he's I still mean, gonna have to hang around and like do a signing or be a part of a panel or something. He'll I mean, be sitting down. Uh, well, <laughs> I know he's not gonna be on his feet the whole time. I'm pretty sure still. the effort the uh, the stars have to put in is uh, minimal. Well, well, hopefully he's going to be all right after this, I guess is my point. But uh, it's all happening at Comic-Con, so you can get an advanced sneak peek of the fun that is Ozzy's new album if you make the trek. X rocks. Been a while, but we have one of our Parent of the Year candidates, Big J, for today's We're Going to Hell story. Oh. As we are headed to Kentucky for today's story. And anybody that has uh, had a small little baby will tell you that, listen, man, it's... It's tough to have a kid around you everywhere that you go, trying to figure out a place to make them comfortable, especially when things are tight. And especially if the baby goes to the bathroom and you gotta change a diaper. There's not really a, a comfortable place to change your baby's diaper in public. Even if you like go into the bathrooms and they have one of those changing tables, it still is like one of those deals where like, is this safe? I mean, feels a little wobbly, but all right. I mean, listen, we have to get it done. So the kid goes on the table. But I think we have found the worst place possible to change your baby's diaper. Uh, And that would be on railroad tracks. Because a Kentucky mother was arrested yesterday after cops received a call from a motorist who reported seeing a car pulled over and a woman and a young child on the side of the road. When officers arrived, they found 35-year-old Andrea Johnson with her baby laying down over the railroad tracks and she was changing her two-year-old's diaper on the railroad tracks at an intersection. So she had just pulled over, taken the kid out of the car and laid it down on the railroad tracks to change its diaper. She also appeared to be hammered, Big J. Uh-oh. So that could be a extenuating circumstance that led from point A to point B here. She was arrested for endangering the welfare of a child as well as public intoxication. The child was handed over to a family member, hopefully uh, not old enough to remember this forever scar. But yes, it seems like a bad... I mean, my, my initial gut reaction is, if you have a car, 
That's where you change the baby's diaper. You understand? Yeah. I mean, I get pulling over if the baby goes to the bathroom. You lay it down in the back seat, the other side of the car seat that doesn't have the car seat in it. And you change that baby's diaper. But taking the baby out of the car and then laying it down on an intersection at some railroad tracks in the middle of summer, by the way. It's kind of a weird thing to do. Yeah, I don't think everything was firing on all cylinders there upstairs at that particular point. Now, she obviously was also driving drunk which with a baby in the car, so uh, circumstances were dire from the word go, and decision-making on the bad side was getting taken advantage of fairly early on in the situation. So while certainly laying your child down on railroad tracks is not recommended, uh, I also think that driving drunk with your baby in the car, probably not a smart decision either. So, mistakes were made here from the word go, I guess is my point. But, still an early nominee for Mother of the Year. Do not change your kid's diaper on railroad tracks. As a matter of fact, uh, don't let your kid down on the street at all and change their diaper. Yeah. Not, it can't be comfortable for the baby, probably not for you. But, there's other places you can go. Think about it, won't you? Yeah, there are even some, uh, you know, convenience stores that have uh, bathrooms with the large changing table areas. You heard it here first. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We're going to talk to Jeremy Matson from Snake River Bros next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is time for us to catch up with an old friend of the program. His name is Jeremy Matson, president of Snake River Bros. Because it's a fairly big weekend, it is time once again for Rally in the Valley, and we are here to talk to Jeremy about that. Good morning, Jeremy. How you doing, brother? Morning. How you guys doing? Good, good, man. I imagine uh, we have hit official busy time for you, right, as you guys get ready to uh, get everything in line for the weekend, correct? Oh, my, yeah. I've been up since 6 o'clock this morning uh, unloading our, our trailer and whatnot like that, trying to get everything set up. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, this uh, event that you have every year is uh, getting bigger and bigger this year uh, and, and bringing in uh, uh, on Friday's show, anyways, uh, a band that we love dearly, Adelita's Way, got Royal Bliss coming as well. Uh, is it is it getting uh, more fun to put these together, or is it more of a pain in the rear man it's more stress that's for sure you get some of these bigger names you know they have want lists and whatnot like that but just trying to trying to please everybody and yeah we are getting bigger we actually had to move to filer fairgrounds um we had been 20 years plus out at murtaugh lake and we've outgrown that officially so yeah we're hoping for a big crowd this weekend has to be a pretty nice sense of pride of course you've got a weekend full of concerts friday night uh is rock night with adelita's way and royal bliss you've got some country bands coming into town on saturday of course and it's a Available for people to check out an RV pass for the weekend, a weekend pass, tent passes. You can camp out there if you want, or you can just do it one day at a time if you want to do it that way as well. But all of it, of course, raises awareness and money for Snake River Bros. Uh, once again, kind of give us the, the cliff note on what you guys do with Snake River Bros and why this is such an important organization. Yeah, so we've been around 21 years now. Uh, we raise money for kids in need. So, uh, you know, parents that have run into hard times and they need to get kids to doctor's appointments down in Salt Lake or travel to the Treasure Valley for specialty doctors. We've retrofitted a van for a handicapped child that got put into a wheelchair. We've, Over the years, we've done uh, about $600,000 in donations right now. And it's all, it's all uh, donated by the good-natured people around the state of Idaho. Wow, that's amazing, Jeremy. That's a lot of money and a lot of people that you're helping. And uh, it, it's a great cause. And, you know, it's, it's a great 
thing too to be able to get together with people uh, that that uh, you care about and you love, and you go out and do something fun like this as a concert. Plus, uh, you know, you give everybody opportunities to to win some pretty cool stuff and things that uh, uh, will come in handy. Like you're, you're uh, going to be giving away half uh, side of beef there, cut and wrapped in freezer. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of beef, man. Uh, so uh, that's a good deal for people to get the chance to give something and then get something. Yeah, a couple of our big raffles that we've been kind of working on this year is we're giving actually two half beefs away with freezers, um, cut and wrapped. And we're also doing $2,000 Visa credit cards. Um, so you don't have to be present to win. We can mail you a credit card and we'll deliver the beef actually within reason. You know, I mean, if somebody <laughs> buys it from Priest River, we might make them meet us halfway, you know, but uh, I can do tickets. I can do Venmo, anything like that. I mean, if somebody from out of the area wants to sponsor and, and get some tickets, that's great. Our dice run this year, the poker run that we always have on Saturday, is actually being sponsored by Gary Amos Trucking here in Twin Falls. Um, it's a $1,000 payout, so $750 for first place, $250 for second place. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that could be that could be won this weekend. There is. I mean, you guys have certainly upped the ante, if you will, for Rallying in the Valley 2022. Not only for the first time ever can you actually grab day passes, which is pretty awesome. they got discount weekend passes and all sorts of fun happening, even when the music isn't going down on Friday and Saturday. So, Rallying in the Valley at the uh, Filer uh, Fairgrounds is the place to be this weekend for sure. Jeremy, if people want tickets, if they want to get involved, if they want more information, what's the best place to go on the web for that, sir? So actually, I'm just going to throw this out there, and I know I'm going to hate myself, but my phone number Uh is 208-316-8021. I'll answer my phone up until, you know, Friday morning, because that's when I start running without a whole lot of time. Sure. Uh, But you can go to snickerverbros.org as well, or you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, Just search Bros, and I'm the guy that answers that, too, so... I'm a busy dude. I was going to say, you're a busy <laughs> yeah. man, and you certainly are a good man. So do exactly that. SnakeRiverBros.org, again, the website that Jeremy mentioned. I know it's a busy weekend. Thank you for making time for us, Jeremy, and thank you for all that you and the Snake River Bros do. We appreciate it, sir. Man, I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for letting us get the word out in the Treasure Valley. You betcha, Jeremy. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, your favorite social media network, TikTok, has decided it is time to start protecting the kids. Do you understand? Damn time. They're rolling out a feature designed to prevent underage users from seeing videos with what they're calling mature themes. Now, they're planning on doing this with something they call maturity scores. What do you think a maturity score is, Big J? Uh, (laughs) Probably the level of maturity that you have. It's basically like a rating system, like uh, similar to what TV has, you know, with like TVMA or TV14 or TVPG. The TikToks will apparently start to have a maturity score on there. And if your underage child is on TikTok, you can set as a parent their settings to what kind of TikToks they see based on their maturity ratings. TikTok will also introduce a tool to allow users to block certain topics from their feeds if they want to as well. Will it work, Big J? Will it protect our children? I mean, no. No, no, no. Not any more than the actual ratings do on TV, I suppose. But, uh, plus, you know, I mean, don't you have to meet a minimum age requirement to have a TikTok account? Aren't you already lying to get to that point if you're a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So there's also that as well. So good luck. Sounds like you're going to have to do some monitoring, but uh, at least they're taking some responsibility. Can I interest you in football in the Olympics, Big J? No. How come? I don't know. I don't watch the Olympics. Well, would you if it was a sport that you enjoyed? Nah. I.e. American football? 
no. Especially if it's flag football. That's exactly what it's going to be. At I know. least if the NFL has their way. <laughs> I know. They announced yesterday that they want to get flag football added for the 2028 Summer Olympics in L.A. Now, it, it, they did have American football at one point in the Olympics. That was 1932. Uh, there was a demonstration of the Summer Games this year, which were also in Los Angeles by a group of college players, and the rest of the world went, that's dumb. We don't want to do that. And so they decided not to add it permanently to the actual Olympics. But now you've got flag football, which is, of course, less people, less equipment, less contact, all that kind of stuff, uh, to which Americans will usually say, much like Big J, what's the point? If I'm not seeing their brains coming out of their ears, yeah. why should I watch? Yeah, I want blood coming out of their nose. And so we'll see what happens. The NFL's pushing for it. I don't know if it will happen, because I do believe that if there's anything that we... Lo- I mean, first of all... I think for anybody to really care about it, you'd have to involve pro athletes, which of course gives the United States a ridiculously uh, complex advantage over anybody else because we have professional football players here in our country. But also, like, we've already proven that we don't care about, you know, other companies that come up with football competition for the NFL. So finding a less interesting version of that sport with people we really don't care about is going to be a tough sell but we'll see money talks in the olympics anyway you bribe them enough you can get anything on the olympics we should have hot dog eating in there next year we dominated that too oh man jeff goldblum is uh is set to play zeus you're not cool unless you're zeus these days popping up in everything uh the jurassic world domination star will be part of the netflix darkly comedic greek mythology reimagining series called chaos if this sounds familiar it's because hugh grant had been tapped to play zeus for a very long time and had to drop out due to scheduling difficulties so now jeff goldblum taking over so we're going to see multiple versions of zeus in multiple media conglomerates very very soon thank god uh why you're not a fan of uh the zeus's that you're getting yeah we need more zeus's Favorite Zeus, go Big J. Russell Crowe. Uh, recency bias, I'm not buying it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. <laughs> There's your important stuff. Here's traffic. How about we see what's going on inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center? It is brought to you by our friends at the Idaho Lottery. Here's CB. There's a crash at the end of the 10 mile road, exit 42 on ramp T. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, now's your chance to get your hands on a pretty cool morning after prize package, which includes tickets to Pop Evil. They're coming here in a couple weeks to the Knitting Factory. We'll get you set up with those. And Battle of Bands tickets. You decide who is going to move on and open for uh, X-Fest 22 out at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater on August 21st. Uh, that is uh, the... Battle of the Bands is happening July 29th, so you are important, and we need you to have this ticket, which means you need to beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown to get your hands on it. Phone number 208-287-1003. If you think you got the goods, Big J's got the questions. Hopefully that means you've got an answer or two. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. What's your name, please? Janine. All right, Janine, you're up first. Good luck. What is the name of the character from Friends who was famous for attempting to seduce women by saying, how are you doing? Joey. Joey right. is correct. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Nick, who starred as Freddie Mercury in the 2018 movie Bohemian Rhapsody? Um, Remy Malik. That is correct. Right. Uh, the television comedy series Ted Lasso features which sport? 
goodness. Soccer? Soccer right. is correct. Nick, I, I, I sometimes take quizzes to come up with ideas for... <laughs> Yes, and and I could not answer this one, and I I just I don't know. This could be one of the. You're smart. Huh. What is the name of the woods where Winnie the Pooh lives? Oh, I know this. I know. I know it. I know. I know it. Because it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If I had choices, I'd probably nail it. Yeah, but I, 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 off the top of my head, I'm gonna say. Uh, it's like the never-ending wood or something like that, but I know that's not right. What's the answer? The hundred-acre wood. wood. <laughs> See, I had the wood part you right. You did, you did. So uh, that's why I never know. You know some things. Congratulations, Janine. You got yourself tickets to Pop Evil, and you're going to the X-Fest Battle of the Bands. That's coming up on July 29th at the Rev Center. Uh, you will help choose which local band is opening X-Fest. Please hold on. We'll get additional information from you. That is your Pop Culture Smackdown. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got your headlines. They're next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> is corn and worst is on its way here on the morning after with nick and big j you've heard us talk about it you know the event is happening on saturday in fact we have a live broadcast happening from boise hemp fest on saturday from five to seven it is an honor and privilege to bring into the studio once again our friend sarah who is involved in the fun that is boise hemp fest how are you I'm great, thank you. Thank you for making time for us this morning. We appreciate you uh, swinging on in here and talking about another big event, which you have been organizing for how many years is this now? Mm, counting COVID, this would be seven. Seven years, right, which is events. still pretty very impressive for you that you have put this on pretty much from a ground floor operation to what it is today. I know there's a lot of people, a lot of pride, a lot of sponsors involved in it, but let's talk about what people can see if they decide to come out to Julie Davis Park on Saturday. Well, we've got... 12 hours of live entertainment, including belly dancers and fire dancers at the end. Um, we've got two kind of big name bands that for the first time, um, usually we just use local artists, but this year we have Tomorrow's Bad Seeds and Kyle Smith. And then there's also an after party at Club Karma at 10.30. So, nice. Yes. And then... It's always been a cannabis education event, mm -hmm. so we will have our symposium filled with uh, educational displays and a panel of speakers at 5 o'clock um, called Know Your Rights. It's Cannabis Town Hall. Learn how to interact with law enforcement and things like Child Protective Services and knowing your right as a cannabis consumer. Um, we also have... Kidland, and it's going to be amazing this year. Yeah, because you, you've prided this on it being a, a family event for something for the, yes. whole, the whole family to come down to, so you're All, not messing around when it comes to Kidland. Always free and family friendly, and we've got bounce houses, adventure zone, um, lots of arts and crafts, and educational activities, learning activities, uh, books, building, and this year we have six-week-old Order doodle puppies. Oh, oh. just puppies? for the kids, puppies. So yes, if anything, come down for the puppies. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> exactly. Sure. <laughs> and you know, you obviously there'll be a lot of vendors from uh, across the straight state line. Yes. Uh, definitely across the line. <laughs> and then of course the, there are other vendors too that have nothing to do with him. Of uh, as well that that you can you check out as well but it's always fun to see who's going to be there and just you know you get a chance to do some shopping and buy some stuff it's yes. always a fun event we, we have over a hundred vendors um, munchies market has split into two parts now because we get so many food vendors sure um, we have vendors from all over including as far as like las vegas and california so it's a lot of different types a lot of diversity um 
again, so big that we had to split it into two parts. Yeah. So Vendor Village is on both sides of the park now. So uh, taking over all of Julia Davis Park on Saturday, it starts at 10 a.m. and goes until 10 p.m., correct? Correct. correct? So that's where people can go to check it out. Again, it's totally free. We're going to be out there broadcasting live from 5 to 7 to help spread the word. It's always been an educational event. It's always been an advocacy event as well, an opportunity for people to know maybe some uh, possible petitions, laws, things like that that are going as we uh, continue to try to pull this state into some sort of semblance of the present. And it, it continues to be a battle, I know, for Idahoans that fight that fight. But I know there's going to be people there that can help maybe march that a little bit more forward as well, right out there on Saturday? Yes, correct. We always have our activists um the cannabis community in Idaho, while still kind of behind closed doors, we were as big as everywhere else, you know, and we're considered the island of prohibition <laughs> in a sea of common sense because we're completely surrounded. Yep. We are on all sides, and, and it is nice that these events can happen to educate people a little bit more on stuff like that. Yeah, are we getting closer, or now are we getting further away than where we were a few years ago, do you think? We're definitely getting closer. You know, the more people who come to Idaho, the more likely we'll eventually pass a petition. You know, it's all politics and funding, and but... It's only a matter of time for Idaho. The unfortunate thing is we're just going to go down in the history books as the last state the very to last, find yep. common sense. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but the more signatures that can be put together, the more people that are involved, the, the the bigger the movement can be, and the possibility of it happening sooner rather than later is also on the table. So between the entertainment, the speakers, the sponsors, the vendors at Boise Hempfest, I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic time. Anybody you want to make sure we give a serious shout out to that have helped put this out? Um, our brand new um, event director, I kind of passed the torch a little bit ago, and he's taken over. His name is Chris, and he's done an amazing job keeping it exactly how we've been doing it for so many years. Oh, and th- he added a new section, um, Artland, okay. which will have a live demonstration from a local artist and also the ability to draw, write your name on a board or draw a picture. That's awesome. And you brought some awesome gift bags for us to give away, so we'll we'll start knocking that out here with bad impressions. Do you want to talk about maybe some of the cool stuff that's inside those bags so that we know exactly what we're doing? Oh, goodness. We, we like to give stuff away. I know. You've so. got these bags are no joke, by yeah, the way. They're yeah. very large. We also have our prize giveaways at 420 um, from the main stage, and then again in the evening. But they're, they're filled with Hempfest swag, T-shirts, stickers, um, posters, uh, and then there's one large one that can be like your grand prize that's it's filled with twice as much stuff um, from all of our sponsors over in Ontario and um, Kyle Smith's music. And I believe there were some coupons in there for one of the stores across the board. Awesome. Very nice. Very nice. Well, we appreciate you bringing those in. Thank you very much. And of course, if you want more information about the event and what's happening on Saturday, BoiseHempFest.org is a great one-stop shop for all the information that you need. 10 to 10 on Saturday, live broadcast from 5 to 7 out there at Julia Davis Park is where you want to go for Boise Hempfest 2022. It's going to be a great time. Thank you again for coming in and educating the people a little bit about what's happening on Saturday and all the work that you do. It is appreciated. Thank yes. you. Thank Morning you. After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, some headlines. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, I told you headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda, Big J. He's going to be out there 
from Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. Uh, out there at Team Mazda, specifically the O'Connor Fieldhouse, the Caldwell Event Center, because that's where the indoor-outdoor used car super sale is going on. So if you want to check out their giant inventory of new Mazda's pre-owned vehicles, including some gas-sipping commuters, some trucks, some family-hauling vans and SUVs, that's where you're going to need to be. Plus, they'll give you a $1,000 Costco gas card with your purchase. 130% of book value for all trades, minimum two grand on a clunker, and zero cash down, no payments till November. So the deals are crazy, and Big J will be showcasing them 1-3 to three on Saturday at the O'Connor Fieldhouse, courtesy of Team Mazda. Join him, won't you? Headlines are as follows, Big J. Evil is a sandwich. <laughs> Delicious, and what a surprise. Uh, what a surprise. A Florida woman found a guest in her bathroom that she did not expect on Saturday night. Michelle Reynolds was making herself a snack when she decided to go into a bathroom and noticed there was a gigantic iguana on our toilet, Big J. Damn. Uh, she then screamed at the top of her lungs, closed her door, and called Iguana Lifestyles, which is a removal service specializing Whoa. in just removing iguanas in Florida, which seems like how can they pay the rent? But then you're like, okay, it's Florida. So I guess it kind of makes sense. The animal was a Mexican spiny tail iguana. Now, these animals are not native to Florida, but were brought to the area in the 60s. Still not sure how it got on her toilet. That's the real thing. It's not like they're water animals, you know, like snakes. They can crawl up through there. But she could not figure out how it got A in her house, B in her bathroom, C on her toilet. So there were a lot of weird things at play here. But I guess you live in Florida, so you should not be surprised if there happens to be a lizard somewhere in your house. Yeah, that's right. Now, a big, gigantic iguana, those are a rarity, I'm sure, hence why it's in the news, but the fact that there is an actual service that removes just wildlife, or just iguanas from homes, is crazy. Yeah, just very specific thing. It's like in Australia, where they have, like, you know, actual, like, spider people. Like, that makes sense, because they're everywhere, but, like, there's enough iguanas just where they don't need to be that there's a removal service, that you call? Crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Evil is a sandwich or delicious, Big J? Delicious. A brightly colored crustacean is safe in a Myrtle Beach aquarium after some red lobster employees noticed the unique orange color of the lobster that was in the tank. The bright orange lobster is about 1 in 30 million, so it's a pretty big deal. They're rare because they do not blend in like brown and green lobsters. They just stick out bright orange. Guess what the red lobster employers named the lobster, Big J? Teddy. No, think orange. Citrus. Close. Cheddar, like they're biscuits, Big J. Come oh, on, Oh, God, man. yeah. Got a box of them at home. A box of biscuits? Yeah. Oh, like the take it home, make them at home yeah. kind? Is it comparable? Do they it do a good job? It really is. The wife's like, now we don't need to go. Big mistake, Red Lobster. Why are you laughing? It's hilarious that somehow this story about a rare lobster saved by Red Lobster employees turned into how Big J approves the Cheddar Bay Biscuit at-home bake-your-own side of things. This is what people come here for. I guess so. It is certainly on brand. Wrap it up with evil as a sandwich. You gotta declare food when you're traveling from one country to another, Big J. I swear to God. If you don't, you're going to get in trouble. An Australian woman did exactly that. She refu- failed to declare a sandwich that she purchased in a Singapore airport. So now she's facing a $2,644 fine. Jessica Lee apparently did not clear chicken or lettuce on the customs forms, two ingredients on her international sandwich. And it's an honest mistake, but it's still one that you cannot make. They go on several occasions, tell you, if you have food of any kind, you need to let us know. 
She knew she bought the cheese sandwich. She did not know that that was one of the things she had to declare. But when they say all food, that includes the sandwich that you're carrying. And now she thinks that she's going to be on the hook for the fine no matter what. So I ask you, Big J, you're an international traveler. International. Should they excuse her or should she have to pay up for the mistake that she made? To follow the rules, man. That's right. Uh, and now she's going to have to. So make sure you declare everything that you're traveling with or it will cost you dearly. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. We are going to do some bad impressions next on The X Rocks. Be the X. Yeah, and bad impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center. Exit off the freeway. And uh, we've got a great little prize package here for you. Tickets to our Battle of the Bands, X-Fest 22, which is happening July 29th at the Rev Center. Uh, that is very important because uh, you get uh, those tickets, you go and you vote, and you get to pick a winner. That's how it works. Also, we'll hook you up with uh, one of these great gift bags that uh, Sarah left here for the Boise Hemp Fest. So a lot of cool stuff in there. You win all this here by figuring out who is the bad impression. 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you'd like to play. Big J's got three clues about somebody famous. Figure out who that is, and you've got a prize package coming your way. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Tim. All right, Tim, you're up first. Good luck. I've been lucky enough to play a few iconic roles. One of them was Jean-Luc Picard in Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, let's try the next one. Of course, I spent a lot of time rolling around in a fancy wheelchair as Professor X in the X-Men movies. Uh, I know who it is, but I forgot his name, so I'm of no use to you. Oh, well, that's sad. Would Clue oh, 3 help? No. Okay, uh, are you just giving no, up on Tim? No, I can't remember his name. Okay. Yeah, well, I can't remember his name. Listen, we all have to know our limits. Appreciate it. Hello, the X. You are of use. Don't forget that. All right, buddy. Hey, man, did you hear Big J's clues, or do you need him again? I need him one more time, please. Uh, I've been lucky enough to play a few iconic roles. One of them was as Jean-Luc Picard in Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, go next one. Of course, I spent a lot of time rolling around in a fancy wheelchair as as Professor X in the X-Men movies. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Nope. One more? I voiced Bullock, the Stan Smith's boss at the CIA in in American Dad. For almost 20 years. Yeah, sorry, man. I got nothing. It's all right. Boy, man. Hello, the Tough X. times for the old duffer. I guess so. Hello, the X. He's a duffer brother. Hello. Hey, uh, did you hear Big J's clues? I sure did. And the answer is? Sir Patrick Stewart. Indeed. Uh, Sir Patrick yes. Stewart is correct. Good job, man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those tickets as well as this prize package that's coming your way. Uh, why is Sir Patrick Stewart in the news? Yeah, uh, well, yesterday was his birthday. He turned 82. Happy and birthday. He uh, posted a video on his Twitter of him uh, enjoying his birthday. He was out riding a horse. Yeah, man. That seems like a very uh, nighty thing to do, right? Yeah. No, not really. Huh? Uh, incredible, and uh, he is uh, taking it all in and staying busy. I mean, Star Trek Picard is on uh, Paramount Plus, so you can check that out. I mean, he made an appearance in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, so uh, he's not stopping, man. No, he's still out there uh, pumping it out. He's still on American Dad as well. Yeah. So uh, I say uh, good and happy birthday to him, and I'm glad he got to enjoy the day out on a horse. Did he share the horse's name, perchance? Uh, is no. it number one? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not. Ouch. Morning no, After not. with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> X-Fest artist Bad Wolves right there wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J. What turned out to be a very busy Thursday show, Big J. Gave you the world premiere of some brand new Disturbed. Big J gave you a nerd alert. We also discussed about the potential of a Pantera reunion, and we had a couple of guests pop by. Thank you to Jeremy Matson of Snake River Bros for talking about Rowley in the Valley happening this weekend out there at the filler uh, fairgrounds. And, of course, we also talked to Sarah Frank, who is from the Boise Hemp Fest, which, of course, is happening this Saturday, Julie Davis Park, 10 to 10. X is going to be out there broadcasting live on Saturday from 5 to 7. Adam will be by there, so make sure you pop by the X-10, say hello while you educate and inform yourself about the world of Boise Hemp Fest, which is always a good time for everybody. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, inflation, of course, uh, rising, and uh, a lot of uh, things are, are uh, starting to cost a little bit more. But one thing you can count on costing a dollar fifty till the end of time, Nick, is the hot dog uh, at Costco. Still a dollar fifty. CEO Craig Jelnick said was asked if he'd ever consider changing the price. Price, and his answer was no. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's a tough road to hoe when you can go uh, a little bit deeper into the store and buy like 32 hot dogs for $2.50. Uh, charging somebody $1.50 for a single hot dog seems like a bargain. But you are a fan of the Costco hot dogs, are you not? Oh, yeah. What is the go-to thing there you like? I, well, I miss, uh, I mean, it used to be the Polish. The Polish sausage, okay, yeah, that's but... what they've gotten rid of that people are upset about. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever, I can't say that I've ever eaten at a Costco. I don't think I have. I know that uh, they are very popular. It's always nice. You get a snack every time you go. Is that correct? No. But uh, it is a go-to place for you? Yes, I do enjoy a Costco hot dog. Also, (laughs) comes with a soda. (laughs) There you go. For a buck fifty, you can go out. Most of the time, I'm like, I don't even want this. Keep it. You give the soda away? I want the hot dog. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's the (laughs) X-Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.